vibras because we know the vibras welcome back to another episode of the you know the vibras podcast you already know who this is this is michael carrasco still gotta figure out a nickname as always i'm with my boy the one and only juan the don straight from chicago what's going on my man what's going on chilling chilling your new nickname is uh Mr. One Hundred Percent, Mr. One Hundred Percent, that's what you say. Nah, Yo, you the ad lib? No, you, no, nah, no, nah, you the ad lib man. Yeah, his man be like one hundred percent. In the in the shorts, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, not nah, or Mr. Gandula. Yo, bro, tell you, what, bro man, you, you you see on that right? You see, we see on. <laughs> I'm, I'm, hey, I'm gonna put it right story. here. When you look at the Goya, Gandulas. The right, the right word, the right way of saying it is gandulas. But for some reason, right. us Dominican adapted a different way. Uh, who knows why? Maybe some of the OGs can can tell us why. Why we say guandulas instead of gandulas. But, but, uh, yeah. But you said gandulas, though. Because that that's how I grew up saying it. At least. Nobody right. ever corrected me. You also you also got a lot of backfire for uh, your suavemente. Um, yo, y'all took uh, out of context. <laughs> y'all took out of context. Yo, this, this is this is why sometimes I wish that I was the one in charge of doing the shorts. But <laughs> but but we're trying to be all fair, you know, fifty fifty. You know, he does something, I do something. But nah, this man has short. a way of manipulating them shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Go watch, go watch nah. that section in the video. Go back to what? What, what episode was it? Episode... The, two, the, the last one. The last, the one, last one. episode. Go watch that Th- episode. 13. 13. Episode, episode 13. Season 3, episode 13. Go watch that video and read and listen to that whole part as to what I said. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's put it... <laughs> let's leave it out there. <laughs> but what's going Word. on, man? Look. What's going on? How's life treating you? You know, how's that, you know, fantasy football team looking? Uh, what's going on? <laughs> what? Nah, everything's good, man. Everything's good. Uh, you know, the weather, everything's getting pretty cold over here. Yeah. Um, you see a lot of people getting into the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of decorations. Uh, you know, it's funny, man. You know, the, the, the decorations go up, you know, and then they last a long time up, which they is do. funny about, you know, some people. They do. How long, in the comments, let us know, when you, when you put up your decorations, how long, like, until... What month or whatever do you take your decorations down? Um, or your tree? That's an important one. The tree. A lot of people tend to leave the tree up. Uh, man. but nah, man. You know. <laughs> but yeah. So uh, I mean, yeah. Just been, you know, just chilling, relaxing, uh, working, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, dealing with the the weather. Also, you know, preparing myself. Uh, you know, I'm about to be going to the motherland here soon. So yeah, you know. Just gonna get away from the cold for a while, but I'm gonna get back into the cold when I come back, which sucks. That's the part that so, sucks. Yeah. I feel like when you travel. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, everything's been good. Um, you know, everything's good. You know, mental health is good. Um, you know, physically, I'm feeling good. And yeah, what about you? Same man, been been pretty good. You know, got the cut today. Did one a little different. Oh, yeah. I usually get the, the yeah. You you needed it. You needed to cut back. See, it. see, what this is the problem. When like you have it? a well, when you ha- what? Okay. <laughs> when when you have when you have lo- like a low haircut, that you, is true. It, it's more noticeable when you need a cut. Like for instance, me. Thank God, you know, I have some curls. 
Rate the curls in the comments. Let us know from one to ten. How Wanda Don curls are looking. Man. Uh yeah, so you know was... <laughs> This is what we asked yeah, now. So... <laughs> yeah, but nah man. But uh nah, so what's up? So so you got a cut. What else? Yeah, I got a cut and you know, did some grocery shopping today. Uh I would say it been pretty good, pretty productive week. Got some things I needed to do out of the way. Uh but yeah, man, mental health good. You know, Mm-hmm. So the grocery shopping thing brought up something to me. Um, you know, as kids and you know, young teens or whatever, we didn't really understand the whole grocery shop. Like we didn't appreciate our parents' skills of grocery shopping. Let's just say that. I agree. Because now I feel like every time I go, I come back, I feel like I'm missing something. And oh, I and I, I hate I hate doing it. I hate doing it because I feel like it just I don't know. I just hate doing it. I just hate when you go to the store and you say. Yo, I need to get this, but you get everything now. But the thing but that you that, mainly yeah. went to the store for, I hate when that happens. Facts that happened to me the other day. I was going to Walmart <laughs> for a specific item and got mm-hmm. everything but that. So you're right. You're 100 yeah, percent right yeah. about that. Yo, what I noticed is that when you grow grocery shopping, you usually set your like a little route for yourself. What's your route? What's the first thing that you grab or like what's the first section that you go to in the grocery store and what's the, and yeah. Yeah. What's like your normal route? I mean, I don't, I don't go, I mean, I don't know, bro. I mean, I'm not, it's not like I, I wouldn't necessarily say grocery shopping. I was just speaking in general, mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. I'd say in the grocery shopping aspect, I mean, I feel like you'd got to go to like, and what's in the front. I don't know, bro. That's tough. I don't know, bro. That's a tough question. I mean, I feel like, you know, uh, try to get the things that you're itching to get first and get them out the way. But I feel like most of the time I always forget. So I'm not too sure where I go first. Whatever is calling my name when I get in there. What about you? Because I'm not too sure about that question. For me, I pretty much just follow like the layout of the store for some reason. I start, you know, with the fresh, you know, the vegetables, the fruits. That's usually what's up front. Then I navigate through at least the the store that I go to is first you, you got the 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 fresh stuff right the pr- produce stuff and you know we get the bread then we go to cheese meats and then like frozen stuff at least that's how I do it and then pretty much I do a whole circle and then bam at the register I feel that's right. that's the easiest way to do it in my opinion. Yeah, let mm-hmm. us know. Let us know in the comment section below. What what is your your usual grocery shopping route like what items do you get first and yeah let us know in the comments I just, the thing the thing i hate about when like grocery shopping when when we're in the holidays like they bro. they shoved like this holiday stuff down your eyes bro like mm-hmm. christmas they shove it down your face you know or whatever and like you have to buy something christmas related like because it's just yeah, everything it, is christmas if related. not you you don't you don't feel like you're 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 fitting with the rest of the crowd at least I yo talking about Talking about Christmas, man. Um, yes, I was gonna mention something really quick. So you know, Christmas. You mm-hmm. know, every time December comes around, shit, not even December, November, November, yeah, late November. Uh, we always got to deal with Mariah Carey. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. This woman, this woman, Mariah Carey's song. All I want for Christmas is you. Key the song. <laughs> she uh, makes about two point five million every year. Yeah, 
Yep. She has made more than $72 million just from this one song. In the last how many years? Do the math. (laughs) My math sucks. All right. Yeah. Let's let's do. Let's do. No, no, no. I don't think the math is mathing because she said it said 2.5 million per year and she hasn't been dropping that song for that many years. Right. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, probably the first time she dropped it, it was like a massive hit or whatever. Right. That's true. That is true. This is, this is why it's important to, to talk about, uh, like artists. I feel like it's important, like, um, to take advantage of certain events. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, damn. Sounds kind of bad, but like, for instance, there's this artist in the Dominican Republic named, named Secreto, el famoso biberon. He takes advantage of like his birthday, always drops like a birthday type of song. Mm-hmm. Which always does good because you know people always tend to relate when it's their birthday and they post that song as their birthday song. Um, I think there's another one and super, no, not super no, uh, super Kenny. I think it's me cumpleaños. That, that song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. So he did that. So yeah, so that one. And then there's also like secreto. But going back to secreto, he does like a birthday song, and then he has been doing. This is bad. This is bad. This is a bad thing to take advantage of, but mm-hmm. it works for him. But yeah, he has made some songs about like death or whatever, and they put them at like funerals or whatever. Also, mm-hmm. Del Cel Cielo, I think, is one that has had that one song. Is it Del Cel Cielo? Is it like... They play at every funeral when somebody dies. They always play it in like the background of the like. Oh, uh, uh, I know what you're talking about. It's like the the Christian group, right? Right, I think uh, it is them. I think, I think, but that's yeah, the so I can remember exactly. So basically, it's just like these artists. I don't know if they're doing it intentionally or if if it's you know something that they're doing, you know, to you know, or they they just dropping a song, you know, and it just happens to coincidence with with an event. You know what I mean? But it gets these people a ton of money, and that goes back to Mariah Carey, where how it's crazy how she doesn't have to make any more music and she could just survive yeah. off Christmas. And it's and I feel like it's mm-hmm. a it's a song that you're just gonna keep through the generations. That Christmas song is just gonna keep getting played and played and played because there's no other artists making Christmas songs, at least like popular. Man, all like all right. So we need a a drill Christmas song. We need a trap Christmas song. We need a country Christmas song. We need a Spanish Christmas song. We need everybody to make yeah, Christmas every- songs. Well, well doesn't <laughs> Anthony Santos got a Christmas song too? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he does. Or some no. one of the bachateros have it. Ah, uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. I know somebody has a Christmas song. And I'm no, not sure exactly who it is. No. It's not a thing. But yeah, man, it's just like damn, every time I hear Mariah Carey, I know, damn, this is gonna be Christmas time or whatever. And I mean I can't remember the last time I've celebrated Christmas, but um yeah. And now we have an awkward yeah. moment of silence because Michael's too no, busy no, no, no. I was trying something to, I that doesn't exist. It. I couldn't, but there's one. I guarantee you, there's one. There's one. Yeah, but but let's right, get, man, get back on track, man. Let's get into into today's talk. Uh, this is something that that's been happening over the last, I would say, over the last year and a half, two years. A lot of people ban sports betting. Let us know if in the mm-hmm. comment section if you sports bet. Let me ask you: Do you sports bet? Do you submit a parlay every every once once in a while? I plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. All right. 
But my question is... The IRS is watching. The IRS is watching, buddy. Well, technically, as long as you make under $600, (laughs) (laughs) learn learn your loopholes. (laughs) But the question is... So what you're saying is... Okay, go ahead. (laughs) So what you're saying is you play, you spend all this money and don't make anything. Okay, I got you. Uh, Sometimes. Sometimes it'd be like that. (laughs) (laughs) But the... The question is: Is a fi- will you say is a financially responsible to, let's say, gamble on sports picks? I'd say, I mean, if you have money, you know, to play with, you know what I mean. Like, say for instance, say for instance, you you got all your responsibilities, all your things, you know, that you have to pay for that month out of the way. Right. And let's say you have a good amount of money left over. And you want to make a little extra money? I mean, go for it if if you know what you're doing. You know what I mean. Right, if you don't right, know what right. you're doing, I don't recommend it. <clears throat> I mean, even sometimes, even if you know what you're doing, you still take a. Uh, op- or, there is a chance that you would lose money either way. That's right. Um, I I've, I've definitely. Dang, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna answer the question. But I've uh, made some bets, and it's just like, for instance, you you get discouraged sometimes because it's like. You start to think if there's any manipulation from like these refs or, you know, higher ups in the sports world, because it's like, for instance, I think I needed like a a rebound or something. And they took the guy out for like the whole fourth quarter, something like that. You know what I mean? Or like, say, a pitcher needed like a strikeout and he was striking out so many people throughout the whole game. And then they take him out at the most random time of the game. You know what I mean? It's just little things like that, that you just think like. Damn, is there some fishy thing going on behind the scenes? You know what I mean. So, no, I feel that. I feel that hundred percent. But like, but like I said, if you have money to play with, um, and you want to invest, or because it is an investment in a way, if if you if you make the money back, um, so I feel like if you know what you're doing, or at least try to look into ways that you can learn about the whole, um. Damn, it's like we're advising people to do this, but if you are into that, like, then I feel like uh, just just educate yourself before you get into it because there is a it's a high risk for high reward as well. Right, right. That's that's what I would say. Like, definitely, like educating yourself is is definitely important, and also understanding how the whole you know sport betting industry works. That I feel like that will that will put uh, increase your odds of winning. Uh, but for me, I would say it's not really financially responsible per se, but you can be response responsibly sport betting. Like, you know, instead of like what I do, you know, I sports bet, I put, put a pick here, here and there. Uh, win some, lose some, of course, that that's just part of it. You've of never game. won, bro. You've I won, won like twice. <laughs> Twice. Twice out of how many times? Out of like, all right. So, well, this season I only won twice. Out of like probably every other week putting a sport bet in. Uh, Last season I won like, last season, because it was my first year doing it, I didn't really like bet it a lot. I probably did like five picks. Uh, Probably won, I think, like one of them. One out of five. (laughs) But uh, then again, I, I do it responsibly where I'm only putting up like five dollars here and there, right? Because uh, a lot of people go, all right, I'm gonna put a hundred in, I'm gonna put you know, 
my whole rent check on it. No, no. Uh, I would say if you're going to do it, the right way to do it is set up a bankroll. Like for me, I started $50. I, I allowed myself to spend $50 on sports bet throughout the whole month. If I win, I, as soon as I make my money back, withdraw it, bam. I have I have a bankroll now. At least that's how the I thing do. with yeah. I mean, the thing with sports betting is that you know the whole thing can get addicting, you know. And yes. so basically, like if you win, that's when it gets addicting. Obviously, because right, right. the 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 um, how can I say this? Like the the gap between what you put in and what you make is huge. So you're like, damn, right. like if I made this, I can make it again, or I can make even more. Like I'm a bet more to make more. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. It could be it could become a, an addiction, and that's where it becomes. This is there's this question that I present. Do you believe like sports betting is an addiction? You know, like, and is it even worse than you know, say, physical addictions that may be out there? Ooh, that's a that's a great question. Honestly, that's a great question to ask. Uh, I will say, I will say it can be worse in the aspect that there's people that. You know, they get so get this. I would say high from from winning that they start. Okay, last time I bet fifty dollars, I won a hundred, and then they keep increasing the amount that they put it in to where eventually they get into financial troubles. Where let's say I heard people, you know, putting their whole mortgage, yeah, on a pick or on a ticket. And losing at all, I feel like it can be worse than a physical addiction because you you have a lot to lose. I mean, yes, I get it. There's a lot, uh, to lose, but how do you feel about so that? that? No, I mean no, because physical addiction, like say for instance, like drugs, drug abuse, or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. that's affecting your your health. You know what I mean? That's affecting that's your health, true. and that's it could lead it could lead to potential death. See, with the sports bets. I mean, eventually there's going to have to be some common sense after you see that you're not winning to stop. You know what I mean? And there's right. ways to, to stop. You know what I mean? And yeah. I mean, the, the only way to stop is when you see that the balance is at zero and you can't continue anymore. Now, that might put you into, you know, financial, you know, a financial problem. But um, there's always ways that you can bounce back and, and then prevent. I feel like that. I feel like the only way to stop it is when you get humbled and don't win anything, and you're not making anything, which then makes you like, "Damn, stop!" Because like, damn, this shit ain't for me. You know what I mean? So right, I agree. And like, I've done it. I've done it. I've won some. I lost a ton, and it's just like, damn. Like sometimes you like, sometimes you just look at it and you're like, shoot, I I put like a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars into it and see if I make something. You know, I mean, gas money or something, but. When you are relying on like this to like cover your mortgage or, you know, these huge, you know, bills, that's when it can be a huge problem. But I wouldn't say it's worse than a physical addiction, but I I would say it is a bad addiction. Um, Even gambling is a huge, I feel like the huge is not a word. Gambling is a huge addiction as well, which, which then can, can be a versus between gambling and sports betting which is worse and casinos can even get thrown in there. Cause I mean, you know, the slot right. machines and stuff like that are, are, are known for <laughs> taking people's I mean, money. I, uh, I would say they, them, them slots machine, they're dangerous. 
because you know <laughs> you put in a dollar you get to, to spend like 10 times and then like you win and then you're like oh now i got like 50 dollars that i can keep i can keep going maybe i hit the jackpot uh mm -hmm. i feel like the definitely the slot machines are dangerous i would say be careful and also people. nah you even know so damn I hate to reference Dominican Republic so much, but it, it's seen here as well. But in DR, there's a huge addiction to like playing the lottery. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just because there's so many like lotteries like that you're yeah. prone to hit. You know what I mean on one yeah. of them. Yeah. So it's like they're like, damn, I won. Okay, I'm gonna try this, this, and that, this, that, this, that. and then this is, becomes a huge addiction. Which here is also a huge addiction is lottery as well. But here is it's hard for you to win. So it's like people oh, yeah. are addicted to wanting to win because the 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 prize or the jackpot gets gets bigger every and every year. So it's like oh, and they put all this money into it, all these different numbers, all these combos, and don't hit. Scratch offs also could be falling into that category. Where you know you see this small price ticket and you see mm -hmm. that the you know the possibility of what you can win, you know what I mean. So those things are are you know things that are small addictions, I'd say. Um, but I I, also I would say sports betting, like compared to everything, if you look at scratch offs, you have a bigger chance of winning the scratch, a bigger chance winning a scratch off than like hitting on a sports bet. Or even the lottery, because it's a it's a like one. Let's say, depending on which. I'd say I'd say the sports bet is easier. I said the sport bet is easier. Um, I said the sport bet is easier because if you actually study it and um, because I don't know, bro. There's a lot of things in the sports bet that that could go right. You know what I mean? Compared to the right. scratch off, there might be there might be just one out of the. 100,000 ones that they sell to a gas station mm -hmm. that might hit. You know what I mean? So, that's true. That's true. Um, and there has been cases where, you know, um, coaches, uh, trainers or whatever have got suspended for betting on games. Um, recently, there was a – can't remember his name, but I'll look it up. Here in the UFC, he got suspended uh, because he, he, he did the sports bet on his own, like, fighter. Mm. And you know the, the U.S. because it's, it's hard because it's it's easier in the UFC. Uh, James Cross, the UFC banned coach James Cross uh, from competing in the UFC, so he was a fighter but also a coach. Uh, the UFC is easier to bet, let's say, for instance, because you could bet on like let's say fifty punches thrown or ten right. take at ten takedowns. You know, so if if I'm like, bro, I'm gonna put your whole like your whole uh your whole winnings from today's fight into the bet you just got to do 10 take 11 takedowns you know what i mean like it's gonna you're gonna hit bro right. it doesn't even matter if you win the fight or not you know what i mean you're still gonna hit because you did the put you did the performance did exactly. so that's why i'm saying i feel like it can be easier because it's it could be more controlled and more manipulated in ways okay, I, I see i see that then i see that like point. a scratch off or something like that no, yeah. I see that. I see that. I, I do want to ask that not that we the whole, you know, in, you know, coaches betting. Why? Uh, what's the question that I want to ask? How do I put this into words? OK, let's put it this way. Uh, how do you see that? Like, do you think it is fair that you as an, let's say let's put it this way. When when you were, were playing football. 
in, in college. Do you think it is fair that you don't get to bet or like on your own team? Or let's say like I, I I'm think, winning, I'm nah, winning. I don't think anyone should be allowed to because it's like I feel like players, I genuinely feel like players in the NFL or, or let's say any any other league or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm, I guarantee you these guys look at bets and like, uh, are like, yeah. and they're like, and they're like, yeah, you're not getting this bet. Like, you know what I mean? They're purposely drop a pass or something. Who mm-hmm. knows? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not because then that affects you as a, as a player, but there has been, I can't remember. I can't remember. I think it was an NBA. This guy purposely missed a, uh, a shot, I think, or the layup or something. So no one will win money on him. So I feel like uh, I feel like no one should should be able to bet within like you know the sport itself. I just don't think it's right. Uh, you know what I mean? So how about yeah, for family members? Point. You think you think it's okay for family members? Hell no! Hell no! No! All right, cool, cool, cool. I like I like because I think I'm on the same boat like, as you. Cause you're gonna be like, yo, I need you, to, I need you to uh, run ten yards, like, and your family <laughs> right. gets rich and and you don't get nothing, like, no. Nah. I mean, right, if I'm making right. something, then yeah, you know what I mean, but. Damn, right, that's tough. I see. I see. I feel like if you if you are within a sport organization, at least you not you should not be allowed to bet on your own team. But it is it is a different thing. Let's say if like two other teams in the league are are playing and you decide to put to bet on another team, I feel like there should be like a little gray line where okay, it's cool. You're not you can't really um, what do you call it? Well, you kind of can predict the outcome. But right. you can pretty much dictate the outcome of that game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. Nah, but let's get off our our sport. Damn, bro, let's get off the sports <laughs> bet to uh, talk, man. This thing, you know, not everyone is interested in this, and nor do we want to seem like we're swaying anyone to do it. Uh, let's get off of this, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What do we got? What do we got? Uh, let's, uh, I had, I had a quote of the day. You didn't even let me say it, bro. Oh, that is true. That is true. This, All right. So go this ahead is what, and say the quote of the day. Th- this is what happens. This, this is what happens when Michael's in charge of opening the episode. He always tends to miss I'm, something. I move too quick. But go ahead. Go ahead and say your quote, man. You know, I didn't want to say it, bro. Hey, come on, man. Let's go ahead. Go ahead. Say the quote <laughs> of the day. What you got for what the, is the day? Mm-hmm. I wish nothing but the best. Or I wish nothing but the worst for Michael. It's like, nah. Damn. It's like, nah. It's like, nah. It's like, nah. All right. Here we go. <laughs> All right, man. Quote of the day. Let me get serious. All right. The quote of the day today. Well, the quote of the mid episode, thanks to Michael, is. <laughs> All right, the quote says, damn, I need to get out of my own. All right. The quote says, it's anonymous, by the way, if you didn't know. You know, mm-hmm. ring the bell. Per usual. You know, you could you, you could have bet the house on that, that it's going to be anonymous, Yo, facts. right? <laughs> 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 All right, the quote says, expect little from people, expect a lot from yourself. That's the key to a successful life. Mm. Or a happy life, or a happy life. Sorry, I made my, I added my own twist. I mean, a happy life is a successful life. But yeah, so 
You know what I mean? So expecting a lot from yourself, I feel like it's more important than expecting things from others. When you expect things from others and you don't get them in return or you don't get those things from someone, uh, you feel a little bit like empty. But I feel like when you live your life not expecting anything from anyone and, and then something does present itself or they do give you something or, or they do, you know, do something for you, then you value it and appreciate it way more than when you were expecting it to happen. You know what I mean? Um and I feel like that's why I feel like it's important to just live your life, you know, in a way where you just, you know, expect, you know, the best from you and then just let these other things be pluses when they do, you know, present themselves to you in your life. So I feel like, you know, in life, a lot of people tend to, you know, depend on others for little things or depend on others, you know, for, like we said before, happiness or for, you know, protection or, you know, all these things when, when you when you build yourself to you know a stronger individual strong minded individual physically strong you know mentally you know everything strong around you um you don't need those things from others but if when you do have them they're just like i said earlier they're pluses that you know will just help you grow as an individual in my opinion i agree i agree with that that's is uh that was a strong quote because i i feel the way the way I feel towards it is when you're not expecting a lot from some from other people, you are more, I would say, you feel more free because if they mess up, you're not really, okay, they let me down. It's more, okay, I wasn't expecting them to succeed, uh, you know, to be 100% right. And that sense of accountability for yourself as well, right? When you when you expect more from yourself rather than others, you hold yourself more accountable and you hold yourself at a higher level, which pushes you more to do more and pushes you to achieve everything that you set up for you to achieve. Yeah, no, it's just little things like like you said, I mean, I just feel like. Us as us as individuals, we need to learn how, um, you know, to survive on our own. You know what I mean? Once you can survive on your own, then you can worry about others. You know what I mean? But if you yourself don't know how to, you know, deal with yourself when you're down, deal with yourself, you know, when, you know, when things present themselves and you feel like the world is coming down on you and you just are seeking, you know, you know, like I understand, like sometimes you do need like, you know, comfort or advice or something from someone else. A little push even. A little push, but I feel like sometimes people tend to abuse that. And whenever any small thing happens, they tend to run to someone quick instead of, you know, simply, you know, just finding the the answer to the problem from within, which normally it is from within. And when you learn how to cope and learn how to, you know, deal with these things, uh, you become more confident as a as an individual. Right, right. I agree 100%. And the, confidence, and the confidence is what confidence is what is going to help you, you know, reach all these things in life that you do want to reach. Because without confidence, you know, there's no like, without confidence, there's, I, I don't see happiness without confidence. You know what I mean? Because confidence just gives you, when you have, when someone's confident, you just see this like aura, like on them, like, like, damn, like, you know what I mean? You just it's see like this. glow type of thing. It's a glow. Yeah. Like, Damn, I can do anything, bro. Like, you feel me? Like, and, and no one is going to tell them they can't. So I feel like that's important. You have to find that 
first and then eventually like say for instance if you if you just need a push or something for someone else that's fine but when the time when you got when they were when it becomes a, an event where you have to rely on others that's when it could become a problem so that's true i agree with that i agree with that 100 percent. yeah i, yes, I do sir. i do want to ask um why do you why do you think a lot of people expect more from others than from themselves. Um, I feel like the only time people do expect a lot from others other than themselves is when they see others, like they see, like say for instance, you have a group of friends, like your group of friends, but say for instance, you see another group of friends like supporting each other and, you know, mm-hmm. you know, just like being positive and, you know, all these great things coming from another friend group and you feel like you don't get it from yours. That's when you expect, you know, that from your friends because you feel like you're missing that because you see someone else thriving with that. So I just feel like when, when you see something else, you know, happening to someone else and you're not receiving that, I feel like that's when you tend to expect that from someone else. Like, you know, like, I feel like that's when it becomes a thing. Like, say, for instance, you see uh, a friend that's down. Like, say, for instance, you see a group of friends and, and one of them is down and you see all the other group of friends, like, helping them get up and everything. Right. And say you get down, you're going to expect that from your friends. You know what I mean? And if you don't receive that from your friends, you're like, damn, like, you feel me? So, yeah, that's how I feel about it. No, I feel that. I feel I, that. I know. I, I was going to say, I agree with you on that one. And, you know, I feel like with social media now as well, like we we see somebody like some other people do certain things. So now we we expecting that from from people within our group or you know, friends group and stuff like that, or even family members. Right. No, yeah, I agree. I feel like social media is something that you definitely see where people are expecting a lot in return in social media. Mm-hmm. Then like, uh, like for instance, say, say if you're like doing, like, say you have a business, um, let's just say like a lash business or, right. You know, any, let's just say any business mm-hmm. and you see like, quote unquote competition like say your competition is getting like more likes more shares people are reposting them you're like damn you tend to expect those things to feel like you're at the same level if not higher than them and if you don't get those then you feel like you are failing but i mean most of the case that's not how it works you know sometimes promotion and, and all these other things can work differently for for other people and other businesses Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I feel like social media sometimes can be a problem where the likes, the shares and everything, you, you expect those things when you do have, you know, some sort of, uh, like when you have some sort of like, uh, what's the word? Like when you have some sort of thing going on for you and you, and you need support or whatever, right? I feel like you expect those things. But my, my point of view on it is, um, and the same way with the podcast, I feel like. I don't necessarily ask for it, but if I'd rather it come from the heart or I'd rather it come from you, you know, to want to share, to want to like it, to want to comment than for me to beg, you know what I mean? For you to do it. You know, we say it to remind you guys to do it, but we can't force you to do it. So when it does, when you do, when you do, you know, do that action, that's when we appreciate it. You feel me? Cause like, okay, it came from the heart and you, you know, you had the time, you took the time out of the day to do it. But, like, we can't force anyone to do it. So that's what I'm saying. Like, people think, like, there's been cases where 
people would lose friendships. People would lose, you know, people would get mad at family or let's just say anything. People would just, you know, have a conflict because someone didn't like their picture. Someone didn't right. comment on their picture. Someone didn't share their picture. And that's where social media can become a problem because it, it, it gives these people like, uh, it makes people feel like people are obligated to do these things when necessarily like in, in reality, it's not, you know, people are not obligated to do anything. People are not obligated to like your photo. People are not obligated to do any of that only if they want to. And only if they feel like they should, you know? So that's where, like you said, um, the whole social media question, I feel like that's where it can become a problem is when people seek these things, you know, through social media and they don't get them in return. I agree. I agree. Yeah, man. I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> What's your man. point of view, man? This is, I agree. Uh, What's your point, man? My point of view. I mean, I, I'm. I. I would say I'm coming from a similar place <laughs> as you. Like, sir, some people. I was one of them. Let's put it this way. Um, I always expected like. I saw social media as a form of validation that I was doing something. If that makes sense, not just with the podcast, but like you know, business and all that. Yeah, where not, not tell the people the truth. You bought like ten thousand followers to I look like that, you was popping. That's not what it wasn't like that, man. It wasn't what? like that. It wasn't like that. Michael so bought I, followers I, I was in his sucker. past life. Man. <laughs> I got. I like, he wanted. He wanted to be an influencer, man. No, not necessarily. So th- this is what happened. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm gonna tell the whole story. So when I was in college, that's when I started Golden, right? Um, and for some reason, I I don't know, I, I was struggling pushing the name out and all that. So somebody that I knew that, you know, pretty much built pages and then sell them, <laughs> I, bought, I bought a page. I bought a page with 10,000 followers. I was like, oh, great. This is going to fix all those issues that I'm having when it comes to exposure. But it wasn't like that because um, let's say if, uh, let's say for instance, your, your Instagram page, you have, you got, you got a pretty good amount of, of followers. Let's say if you were to change the name of your Instagram page and start posting, let's say you, you change the name, you erase everything and then start posting different type of content on your page a lot of people was like oh when did i follow this person yeah unfollow type of thing yeah so that that was something that i wasn't really thinking at the time uh so i pretty much you know scratched it i was like you know what i don't really care about my page so much so i kind of like swapped and then i stopped golden yeah yeah that was the story yeah, i mean I mean, yeah, I feel like people, uh, like a lot of people, like with the buying the pages, buying followers, mm-hmm. buying all this, it's pointless. It's genuinely it is. It's pointless it is. because it doesn't make sense for you to have a 10,000, 100,000 followers and get in 50 likes, you know, on a post. Like your engagement is is horrible. You know what I mean? And that defeats the purpose. You know, that number of followers doesn't doesn't do anything for you. Doesn't make you any rich. Doesn't make you richer. Doesn't, you know, help you in any way. You know what I mean? It just makes you look horrible. It makes you look bad. You right. know what I mean? You have this huge amount of followers. But and, only getting like uh, 50, 60 likes. It's similar to like what we mentioned about Saweetie, um, when she had yeah. all these followers and only got like 2,000 buys. So, but yeah. Mm-hmm. 
No, that's how it was. But, and, yeah. and then, uh, I mean, looking back on it, looking back on it now, it's better to use grow organically because you actually build a connection with the people that are following you. Uh, even same thing for, you know, if you guys are running a business uh, or even a podcast like we are, it's better to build that genuine connection with the people that are following you because they are more likely to buy from you or consume support. your content and support you uh, rather than, you know, buying 10,000 followers or a page with 10,000 followers. Coming from someone that did it, Michael. <clears throat> Speaking from experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, speaking from experience. When he had his uh, failed musician career. We're not going to speak Listen, about man, that. Listen, we, man, we, we were not supposed to ever bring that up, man. <laughs> let, let me pull up the feature that we did. <laughs> we didn't make no feature. We had a feature. I, I'm pretty sure we did, but I, I don't know where. Hell no. Nah. I don't know. I would I think, never do that. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? But yeah. Well, you, you, can you, guys, fi- you can't. You can find Michael on YouTube. Yo, chill, chill. <laughs> I don't his, know. Um, his his MC Bieber day. days. Oh, man. <laughs> nah, he, he did not just say that. Uh, nah, I, I still don't. Like, I took that down. I don't know how he still says man. I don't even. Yeah. Yo, and he got commercials on the and video I, and everything. And apparently it's monetized, uh, but. <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn. I'm not even receiving a check, no residuals. <laughs> we'll check. It got like ten views, bro. We'll check. I mean, I'm pretty sure the ad spend's pretty. <laughs> nah, oh, but man. for real, that the uh, if you see that page, <laughs> uh, report it, please. Uh, copyrighted material without any licensing, because I'm not associated <laughs> to that page whatsoever. <laughs> Yeah, that shit is hilarious. That shit popped up on my um my Facebook memories. Bro, I keep the day. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. I was not oh, re- man. from that from that whole I wouldn't even call it a face. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it was a face. It was you you guys know everybody goes through that face nowadays where they want to become a rapper, why not? But I'll tell you what, I was a pretty solid producer. Look, all right, listen, this brought up a thought in my no, nah, nah, this brought up a thought in my head. This this could be controversial, but if you have a friend, like say you have a friend and they're doing say they want to be an artist, I feel like it's right, the right thing to do, if they are bad at it, to tell them they're bad at it so they don't waste their time doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, was is it right to applaud them and be like, oh, Keep it up, yo. That's fire, and and your head is like it's trash. That's two faced to me, bro. Yeah, right. No, no, no. I agree. I agree. Or or let's say if you don't necessarily want to tell them that they're bad, find ways to help them get the, better. There's but not. Sometimes people are just there's no way around it. Yeah, bro. they're just not physical or they're just not talented enough. Like the voice just doesn't work or the lyrics is trash. You know, or they just don't right. have no flow or no charisma. And I feel like as a friend, it was good to tell them, tell them, you know, tell them that yeah. they're not good. That's true. Sometimes That's true. the truth, that truth is what, you know, that person needed. Yeah. Honestly, bro. Yeah. Although, so. although, yeah. Although the, the truth may hurt, hurt, you know. Hurt? Chill, man. Michael moment. <laughs> I thought we were done with those. <laughs> Funny. Nah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you, you, you do need that, that truth, um. No, I'll say yeah. 
if if somebody if you see if you don't see it uh or you don't think they're talented enough go ahead let them know uh and help them i would say don't you just tell them oh you're bad help them find something else bro exactly. help them find another exactly. another something skill, that they're they're talent. better at right, i agree exactly. with that 100 that is true right. yeah let's be let's be like you were like you like, like you were you were a horrible singer and i mean oh yeah, yeah i, I, I try to tell I mean, you yeah, you, it got better bad. towards the I end, mean, but no, it didn't get bad. When you put ten pound, you put ten pounds of auto tune on it. That doesn't, that doesn't make. Bro, it. I sounded like Chris Brown at one point. <laughs> I'm about, to, I'm about to leak, I'm about to leak your, Yo, your artist shit, bro. Hey, that that's a lawsuit waiting. Don't do that. <laughs> just look up my anybody. Just look up Michael Carrasco slash topic or dash topic, yeah. Then comment, shit. comment. You know the Vibras on there. Let's see how many people got there. Yeah. Yo, I, I don't get paid for that. Don't do that. <laughs> but let let in all fairness, in all fairness, I'm gonna say this. I was what we were what like 14, 15 at the time. I I saw it as one of the ways that I was we were gonna make it out. Uh, who who was making it out? <laughs> who who's making it out? The crew, bro. The crew. Hell no, nah, not with that. Hell no. Nah. The <laughs> there was no chance. There was, bro, I, there was no chance, bro. With, uh, I, I meant it? to, I, 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 I wanted to tell you how bad you were, but I just didn't know how But you didn't. You, see, 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 you could have saved me a lot of trouble, man, but you didn't. <laughs> what you trouble? Told you didn't me. get into no trouble. You should have told me. Oh, you, you did spend a lot of money on, you did spend, spend a lot of money on all that stuff. And, and Yeah, like $50. Yeah. That was a lot for us back then. <laughs> $50? Damn. Remember, the microphone damn. was like, what, like 30 No, the microphone was like $20. The what was it? The uh, Perry the Platinum filter, <laughs> the, oh, <yeah>. pop fil- <laughs> the pop filter. Uh, what else did we did I get? Uh, yeah, that's about it. Like some connectors, interface, right? right? I didn't even oh, yeah. buy an interface. Damn, how the hell did you? Yeah, because it? I had like this like karaoke type microphone where you can just <laughs> plug it into the headphone jack, and that's <laughs> <laughs> damn, bro. What, oh, and that, that was the definition of a ghetto studio, man. <laughs> the definition of, like, ghetto studio. In all um, your studios. Yeah. And all your... That is, wasn't that what we called it? <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, yeah, but it was... Man, it was nah. apart, apart from me being a terrible singer or whatever, uh, I feel like it was good times, though. It was good times. Uh, at least me thinking that, that I could go somewhere with it. Oh man, I need to make that. Yeah, but um, nah, man, this is getting to fifty minutes. Uh, this is the end of the episode, guys. Uh, it was a, a range of a lot of things. I mean, mostly sports bets, and then you know, added with some quote of the day, stretched out motivation. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, let us know how you felt about the episode. If you liked it, if you enjoyed it. Um, if you are into sports betting, if you're not, uh, comment down pros and cons that you have experience with sports betting. Mm-hmm. Um, also, let us know how you feel about the quote of the day. If it made sense to you, if you liked it, um, and if it was a good one, uh, let us know. But yeah, um, remember, as always, you got to hit that like button, comment something positive down below, share the video. Uh, like we said, if it comes out from your heart to do it, we genuinely appreciate you doing all those three things. And, you know, yeah. yeah, now I was going to say before before we, we, we end it, uh, make sure to let us know what you guys want to hear in the comment section below. If you're listening to us, you guys never do it, but hey, we'll say, we'll tell you, we'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, we'll, we'll 
tell you let us know any any topic that you want us to talk about let us know uh we're open to talk about everything and anything uh yeah just in the comment section if you're on youtube tap it in there if you're listening leave a review with what you want to hear let us know what you guys thought about this episode for sure but yeah as always like we said you gotta hit that like button comment something positive share the video and as always remember to subscribe and let's let's fire peace mc visual